0: So someone sends you a text offering a job that pays up to a $1,000 a day. If you work from home, you contact the account listed and you follow the person's instructions. But wait, you're told that to receive your commission, you have to download an app. You've not heard of this app. And then you download the app and you're told you need to transfer your own money to the app to continue claiming those commissions for the quote-unquote work. Scammers these days pretend to be a recruiter, your bank, your electricity company, even Netflix. They ask for your credit card details. There are all sorts of scams, right? The love scams, impersonation scams, and investment scams are some of the largest contributors to people losing money here in Singapore. And it's not just those thieves who can't spell on WhatsApp, that's how they give themselves away, but those you can easily spot, right? Uh, there's AI-driven e-commerce that's making it easier and easier for more to be duped there's also those deep fake videos I've seen those you know they they claim that it's a Bitcoin investment that some public figure has come in on but when you actually talk to that public figure they have no idea that their face and their voice is being used in these um, advertisements for these shady scams. So we're going to be talking about some investment scams that have actually happened here in Singapore that you need to be aware of. Later I'll tell you about uh, an app that will block for you incoming calls from scammers. Those are the bane of my life. And then there's an on-device algorithm that actually can scan SMSs from your unsaved contacts to actually detect those scam SMSs and Spare you from them. Tell you about that in a while. Uh, very, very useful. Joining me is Elijah Lee. He is Senior Financial Services Consultant from Philips Securities. Good morning, Elijah. Good morning. Why why, why are you passionate about this topic?
1: Well, I think that it's something that's really happening in Singapore because every week or every, other, every couple of weeks, I, I can't help but come across an article where uh, someone's been scammed. Mm. In some form or another, it's, it's, it doesn't matter, but someone's basically Lost money, right? And and the amounts can be small, but they also can be big. I think there was an article last year where some lady lost one million uh, over the course of 15 days. Yeah, and and it just goes to she show that um, yeah, Singapore, some, a Singaporean lost 50 uh, one million over the course of 15 days. Yeah, so so people really are getting um um kind of, of ridiculous amounts of of money out there, and it's it's really quite sad you know, I, I think uh, uh, it really should be a bit more, people should be a bit more aware of, of these things. And of course, maybe it's not them getting sent, but it could be their family members, right? Okay, so I, I think- want
0: to figure out how, how close are you to this topic? I mean, I once was approached by some very well healed people and I would not have never guessed that it was an investment scam. But when I heard 15% returns every quarter, Um, Right. That's when my Mm -hmm. red flags went up. I mean, have you sort of come close to or do you know people who've been impacted by investment scams? Okay,
1: personally, not yet, but Mm -hmm. I do have a colleague who who, um, had a client who uh, got scammed out of approximately, I think it was 80,000. This -hmm. happened a couple of years back, but. Basically, the idea, the general idea, because I don't know the full specifics, but mm-hmm. the general idea was that this client of hers uh, was actually looking to invest some money, but then after that, found an opportunity. I don't know from where, but found an opportunity that was um, far... That, like like you said, uh, looking back, there were red flags, right? But the opportunity presented her uh, a supposed return, right, that was actually far better than um, um, what most traditional investments can do. I think it was... Um, in the region of something like fifteen percent a year, uh, which is not quite the recap of fifteen percent a quarter, but even fifteen percent a year, I think um um. Most people should really realize that such returns are not actually something that is realistic, you know. Especially if you're talking about fifteen or more percent a year over many many years, uh, is is not that easily attained. And and um, in the end, she could scale eighty thousand dollars, whereas the eighty thousand dollars, if invested at a more moderate pace. Let's just even go with five percent a year. Mm-hmm. At least your money's safe, right? You know, instead of yeah. all the eighty thousand lost. Mm-hmm. So I I think that um I I I mean I said that from my colleague um couple of years back and and but it seems like there's been more and more scams recently in, in, in that that that's being reported la. I myself I've of course come across some scams that were directed at me, but those mm-hmm. are like very obvious reflex. Like sometimes you get those SMSs saying that your package has been. Uh, 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 your mm. your shipment has been stalled, and uh, please pay a release fee, things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, good try, you know. You're <laughs> telling me that my my FedEx package has uh, package has been stalled, <clears throat> but I only use DHL. <laughs> <laughs> like, good try, but no. I know that's obviously a scam, but that may not be the case for other people, right? Uh. So I I think we do have to uh, be aware of one thing, and I think that is that you know scams are going to happen eventually. We we'll come across someone attempting to scam us, but what do we do uh, when that's the case? You know, uh, how do we react and make sure that we don't get um um sucked into this? stuff yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the problem with figuring out whether something is a scam or not is that the impersonations, for example, if they come via WhatsApp, they yeah. can seem very real. You know, yes. they're, they're using a compromised WhatsApp account with that other person's details. Um and, and so it's hard to tell when they make this urgent request of please can you transfer 4k to me I need it for something urgent and I'll transfer it to you tomorrow um, do you think it is even possible to spot a scam
1: okay uh, <clears throat> actually if you look at it um, I think that there are a lot of telltale signs that you can use to spot a scam but one of the most important things is even if you're not absolutely sure whether what you're seeing is a scam or not I think the first thing is never to take impulsive action no one's gonna need four thousand dollars immediately for whatever reason. You know, it's 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 almost certainly a scam in that manner. But if you ask me, no matter what, just don't take impossible. Take one step back, mm-hmm. take a deep breath, mm-hmm. and ask yourself, how is this legit? And I this um 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 train of thought that I often use is anything that comes through, right? Uh, asking for money or, or uh, presenting a job opportunity or mm-hmm. or some investment opportunity is always guilty un- guilty are proven innocent. You know in cause it's innocent until proven guilty, or for scams the other way around <laughs> it's guilty and proven innocent. You got to make them
0: work. Yeah. Yeah,
1: you gotta make them work to prove that they are they are innocent. And and some sometimes like for example mm-hmm. okay, let's say um, um, if if let's say you have uh, been presented with some investment opportunity, you think it sounds pretty good, doesn't sound scammy you still got to check and make sure that things are legit. So, for example, there's this MAS investor alert list. right? So, so that is one place that you know someone can go to and check whether uh, so-and-so company has been placed on the alert list. Now, having said that, the alert list is just an alert list. It doesn't mean it's scary, but it does mean that you should proceed with more caution than usual. Also, having said that, just because a company is not on the alert list, it, it doesn't mean that it's absolutely safe. You still got to do all your research and all that. So, um I will always be a bit cautious when people say that, oh, this is uh, a uh, limited offer. You don't invest now. You might lose the opportunity, things like that. So um, yeah, so I, I think a couple of things we always need to bear in mind regardless of what uh, happens. When it's about your money, hmm. about to leave your bank account, always adopt. Uh, first thing, don't take a positive action. Second thing, you know, um, the other party is guilty they're proven innocent. I'm not saying you, you, you bombard them with questions or what, but do your own independent research because if you ask the other party, there's a good chance that they'll find some reason to convince you. So you should always do your own independent research to verify.
0: Did you know yeah. that even if you click on a WhatsApp message, you can get a virus?
1: Yes, correct. Did Never you know
0: click that? any links. Um, I didn't even I didn't know I had to check with a computer science specialist today because somebody asked me it can happen you're at WhatsApp and just reading a message yes and you can have accidentally downloaded a virus on your phone correct
1: yeah so never click any links but how,
0: uh, how, how is that even humanly possible? Because these days, you know, in order to make any sort of e-commerce buy, we're also used to having to click this, click that, fill in this field. We think that we don't give out our bank account details because we're smart, we're adults. But we do it all the time with e-commerce buys, right? We're well, so used to handing over our credit card details, our security card codes. Co- uh, codes. It's like we're primed to be uh, victims of scams. Yeah.
1: We, we 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 are very used to that scenario and I think that is also one thing that I want to highlight If let's say you're making a, a payment through an app, okay, mm. um, most of the time you pay through the app, it should never be through a link sent from somewhere, right, most of the time oh. you, let's say you're adding to card in the app and then you pay, everything should be completed over the app, but for myself, even on say, uh, 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 those child sales and all that, right? I'm doing it on the computer, I log into the, the e-commerce portal and, complete my purchase there uh-huh.
0: on, on yeah, the web just, at on store. the
1: web yeah uh, uh, is, even on the go it be on the app right? but uh, I'm, usually me and my wife we just combine the shopping mm-hmm. so I log in on her account at the portal on my desktop I never go through any link I, I go through the web browser find the portal of the e-commerce website go there log in Complete my purchase then. I think
0: it's gonna be harder and harder to not click on a link to complete your purchase. It will be hard. For example, yeah. Grab, you know, uh, was just doing this survey, so I was filling in the survey and I thought, Oh so interesting. They're encouraging merchants to um, uh, sign up with them and there'll be this new service where the payments will be managed by Grab and the deliveries will be managed by Grab as well. And all you have to do is send a link to someone so they, they can do everything by just clicking on a link. So they are legitimate sites like that that are sending yeah. out links, right? That yes. that will make us feel that this is the norm and then that it gets harder and harder. Yeah, to differentiate yeah. between what's safe and what's not. Well, I
1: don't really have a solution for that right yeah. now. Uh-huh. except that I think uh one thing that I do know is that certain types of um um f- uh companies will never send you a link to click on like example the banks. They always tell you that they will never send you a link that you click on. You you always go through our internet banking app or you log in to our banking the the the, uh, the banking portal on a computer. Mm. They'll never send you links, they'll never send you they'll never ask like when someone calls you for example, you you now know that no one will ever ask you for your OTP uh, uh over the phone. OTP. Never, yeah. For example, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. OTVs, they, they those these are never asked over the phone nowadays. It's, it's impossible I because see. if it is it's probably a scam. Someone's trying to get your OTP to log in. Mm. OTP should only be known to you and never given out under any circumstances. So mm. coming back to the link scenario, where you say that yes, it is true there will be legitimate links mm. that uh, you can send to friends to to or or, or whoever. Right. I think, um, frankly, I felt that this have to be phased out at some point in time because uh, it's it's always going to be a, a risk, right? It's more likely that, you know, even if you want someone to, to enjoy your referral code, can't it be a generic website where your referral code is entered? And, you know, referral codes don't have to be sent as links. They can just be given to your, your friend or something like that. Like I said, I don't have a solution for this, but we always got to be uh, cautious about such things, right? So um, I'd say always try not to click links, even as those sent hand on text or WhatsApp, it's, it's, there's always a measure of risk with that. Lah. Yeah,
0: That's sometimes sometimes I laugh at it, you know, because it's so clearly, obviously, a scam. <laughs> a right? scam, right, <laughs> yes. Uh, with the writing, the grammar and the writing gives it away. So I think this yep. is a good um, app to download. It's called Scam Shield Bot, and it's sort of a government site. I mean, you know, Scam Shield Bot is what it's called, uh, where you can check and you can report scams on WhatsApp okay so i yep. just said the scam shield.org.sg. and then also there there are websites that you can go to for example if somebody tells you that you won money in in a lucky draw that you can't remember entering probably a scam yes uh, anytime somebody says that you know you've won something i think your your antenna should go up
1: yeah you should and uh in fact if the if, if you receive a message or, or a call or whatever, you you don't need to reply to it. You should go back to the official channel. So for example, mm. let's say let's say uh 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 someone um pretending to be from Best Key, let's say okay now calls me and say oh I won a lucky job because I bought a fish uh, and entered the lucky draw last month or something like that, mm-hmm. and like. Okay, first thing is do you buy a free shot because you didn't, uh, then that's a scare. But if you really did, mm-hmm. but it, you, you should still say that, okay, great, thanks, I'll call you back or I'll, I'll check and call you back. And then you go to Best Bestanky's official website or you, you contact someone from Best Bestanky and, and, and you through their official hotline and say, hey, you know, um, um, can I just check on this, did I really win? You know, never directly reply to the person contacting you. I think if you go through official channels, it's, it's more likely that, that uh, you'll be able to verify clearly whether was, was that a scam call or not. Lah. And of course, if you won't, congrats. But yeah, I always I say that, you know, you know mm. if someone tries to impersonate someone from another company, you know, it, just, just treat them politely and then go back to the company through official means. Do
0: you think you, it's a you, good idea to stay mm-hmm. off certain media like telegram groups?
1: Okay. Uh, there have been a lot of scams happening on telegram groups. In mm. fact, as, 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 you are, as, as I'm talking you you, um, yesterday, someone sent me one of those, um, um, would you like to take a short survey kind of thing? Those are obviously scams. We already know it, so I just ignore it. But I don't think we can completely avoid um, staying off social media in this age. It's more of how we uh, treat Certain types of messages promising uh, 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 simple rewards or, or promising returns, it was a little bit of skepticism, and I said, you know, treating the the other party as guilty and prove innocent.
0: Yeah, We're talking with Elijah Lee uh, and we're talking about scams today right here on Money and Me. We want to safeguard your money this year in 2024. We started by uh, Elijah sharing about the 65-year-old retiree lost a life savings of a million dollars in only 15 days. So here's how it happened. She met a man on a social media platform. He said he was a Singaporean CEO of an interior design firm and he was about to finish his final project in London, a hotel, before he retired. So he asked her, to facilitate payments for him and that he couldn't procure materials from China. He'd been referred to another material supplier, but because he could not speak Mandarin, he needed an intermediary. And she was initially distrustful, you know, but then he made bank transfers to her account that were worth more than the cost of the material, reassuring her that it would be credited within the span of two or four days. He even showed her these transfer statements from Barclays. They erased her fears and that convinced her to part with her money, but it was not true because the um, transfer statements had been faked. They used different font sizes, the dates were haphazard, and that led to her making payments, twenty-two transfers, twenty thousand each. Even borrowed money from her thirty-year-old son. Took money out from a CPF. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It is really heartbreaking. Yeah. She's uh, over sixty, <coughs> but most of us here in Singapore who fall for scams are under forty. Why do you think that is? Well,
1: I think okay, and and this is just my thoughts, but. Um, a lot of people do so for investment scams. I think this is one, probably one of the more common um, scams out there other than, uh, say, um, sh- uh, those kind of scams where they offer you a cheap product and you download some app and then you scam your money. But investment scams uh, appear to be one of the more, uh, one of the types of scams where people lose more money. And, and I, I just want to caution people, yeah. especially young, young investors listening in, that there is no such thing as... Uh, quick money in in, in in the way of speaking cuz i i do think that um i i mean everyone wants to make money everyone wants to invest uh, get a good return and things like that uh i do observe one thing and and maybe it's just me but there are young investors who tend to be a little bit uh shall we say having a little less patience and um they they are always seeking higher returns like like the example i mentioned right at the start right i my colleague's a client who was instead of looking at something that had projected reasonable five to seven percent a year, she was the the client ended up trying to go for something that was like fifteen percent a year, and already fifteen percent a year is a red flag. Um, it's not going to happen every single year, right? But but because of that, um, my my colleague's client got scammed out of eighty thousand dollars. So so even if uh, I feel like to seek high returns should not be the norm. If you get it great. It's, if hard. it's legit, you get it's high returns, great. It's I hard. Mean, it's, them, like,
0: it's human nature to be greedy.
1: Yes, but uh, we always should and should 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 treat investments with a little bit of um 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 let's just say uh, moderation and then not look at anything double digit right honestly speaking um yeah, I feel is yeah. uh it's already a reflection uh, especially even if it's um in a, in a year you know double digit um, mm-hmm. I, I would I would never think to to to, to like like yeah. expect double I digit agree. returns in a year over many years there may be years of double digit but over say a period of 10 years you aren't going to be expecting too much uh, I'm talking about traditional investments here so so if Important. you're in for quick money uh, that's, that's your, your, your greed will overpower your fear. And that's why young investors, especially if, if they're going in for quick money, they may get um, pulled into such scams. Lah. Yeah, uh, so if
0: it's high return and then yeah. no risk or low risk. Low
1: risk, uh, that's impossible.
0: That um, duo Absolutely should set impossible. up a flag. Yeah. Also, if you're being pressured, they say, oh, look, at least a 100 of your friends have signed up. Or well, 20,000 people have invested so far. We've got a community of 20,000. What are you yeah, waiting yeah. for? There's an upper limit, you know? Don't you think yeah. press- pressure? Uh, that, that,
1: that becomes like a bit of time pressure on mm. you, right? That, again, that's a reflect. Like, like, okay, honestly speaking, about the investment's so good. Um, why are you asking people to sign up? Why don't you just invest your own money and just keep the secret to yourself?
0: Oh, no, they're, they're very sophisticated. There's some that wine yeah. and dine you and take you out to All the right, most correct. expensive restaurants. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and then make it seem like it is a, a VIP a red carpet rollout, you know.
1: Correct, yeah. But uh, the true VIP is like um, very high in network with, uh, individuals mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. institutions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, why are they calling that, is that- those those institutions and individuals have far more money than the average investor. Oh, becomes. so the
0: question you should ask is why are they coming to me? Yeah, why are they coming to you? <laughs> Correct. Mm.
1: You know, and, and I I mean I would just say one thing actually, investment uh, if it's boring is actually is actually probably a sign that something's going well. Because um, like I, I do see lah, like, investors sometimes they feel that you know uh, if there's not much movement. Uh, in the market or markets are not doing well they start to f- some investors actually start to feel like there's something wrong but actually that's perfectly normal investments aren't supposed to go out in a straight line and there are also periods of time where investments are absolutely flat for mm. a very long period and that's actually normal I need to stress that yeah. so so any investors that promise you that you, you probably like make uh, even if they say like, you probably make like um 4% every quarter that already is a reflect if you ask me yeah so, so so you know, we've just got to approach this whole thing with a little bit of scepticism, but I, I'm not like too much. But, you know, you you got to ask yourself what's reasonable. Yeah.
0: And then... Because and you don't I, want to I be think... part of the two, $25.5 million lost yeah, to scams. Correct. Uh, and that was just in 20... That was last year, I think. Yeah, yeah correct, correct.
1: And, and I think um, one very important thing is when it comes to investing, um, I think the first rule is always save your money. Always what, sorry? Safeguard your money.
0: Yeah, also, I think be careful about, and it's hard because this, the world is now, you know, people meet through social channels all the time, yes. right? Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, WhatsApp, <clears throat> Coffee Meets Bagel and all that. Yep. Um, do you think it's a good idea to always be cautious if somebody is approaching you with any sort of investment deal via social media platforms? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. You just got to, I mean, not. I wouldn't say dismiss it, but um just be very uh, cautious. Do independent research. Um if someone approaches you with some investment idea, you you should check uh with other people and not the person who investor you who is proposing it to you. Simply because the person proposing it to you, uh especially if the numbers team rather offline, I I think they they will have been very used to dealing with the questions that people throw at them in order to, you know, get you convinced. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, that's that's really what I have to say. Now Things are of course going to get more sophisticated from now on. I feel that um, a lot of social engineering is at play and, and this this yes. bit, I think I have almost no solution other than to educate yourself about uh, what, what reflects look like and things like that. So, you know, yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. social engineering will only make this scares more and more complex to the extent that sometimes, I mean, you do read about people who don't even know that they were getting scared.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, to your so, point about social engineering, I think it's important. Uh, for example, Amazon in June last year was sued mm-hmm. by the USFTC um, for having knowingly duped millions of consumers into unknowingly enrolling into its Amazon Prime service. Yeah, it FTC said it used manipulative, coercive, deceptive user interface designs, known as dark patterns, to <laughs> trick consumers into automatically renewing your Prime subscriptions. Let me simplify this. We've all experienced this. I don't know if you've tried to get to a call center of PayPal, uh, for example. Yep. This is my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 go through the app, and then you get sent here and sent there, and then you have to click this. It's like a ten year journey. Yeah. somewhere to, to get, just get to a human being to talk to you and to deal with your problems. So it's all these um, uh, twists and turns and click this block box if you do not want to be, you know, contacted these double yeah. negatives in, in the way things are phrased. That makes it very, very difficult to not fall into doing what exactly this, uh, an organization wants you to do.
1: Yeah, I, I think for this, you probably have to look at consumer laws, but this is probably something beyond me. But uh, no, no, enough, I mean, I do, it's to
0: your point that social media yeah. really is making it harder and harder correct, for correct. us to avoid scams. Okay, we're out of time, Elijah. Just one final thought, maybe you know, in 30 seconds for people out there that you want them to keep in mind about um, not falling prey to investment scams.
1: I think if you ask me, there isn't just one specific thought, but it's just a combination of factors that we always need to to think about Uh, so uh, in addition to what I said earlier um, you got I I would say you've got to to cultivate habits I think that's one one thought I want to part with is Mm. cultivate habits Mm -hmm. to be very careful okay about who and where you move your money to or who you speak to. And um I think if you can build those habits right you will be less likely to be scammed. I can't say you won't be scammed because we are definitely gonna encounter scams. Even I like I say I've encountered scams before it's just that due to my my habits I, I, I immediately, you know mm-hmm. my, my gun is raised when, when I when I I encounter something I absolutely have no SPSG, no clue about it. Absolutely.
0: We're going to have to leave it there, Elijah, because we're coming up to the news. And I think, uh, to your point, it's really great. Cultivate Habits. And it all starts with a uh, get rid of the mindset that it won't happen to me. You know, this won't happen to me mindset can lead you down the wrong path immediately. So thank you so much. Elijah is joining me. Elijah Lee from Phillips Securities, my guest today. To listen to the full interview, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app.